This is Show Me Today, the voice of Missouri. I'm Bill Pollack. One of my favorite places to grab a burger in St. Louis is at Blueberry Hill in the Del Mar Loop. And, oh man, it's so good. And they've been around since 1972. Joe Edwards, the owner of Blueberry Hill, joins us. Joe, welcome. Glad to have you on the show. Oh, it's my pleasure. Take us back to the early 70s. You and your wife, Linda, get this crazy idea to open up Blueberry Hill. What was the loop like back then? The Loop had seen better days, uh, for sure. It was really kind of going down. About half the storefronts were either vacant or being used for warehouse space. Very little pedestrian traffic, not any nightlife. Um, it, it was just one of those streets that happened around America, as you know, just kept declining. Um, and I figured, well, I didn't know what I wanted to do with my life, but I'd try to use my record collection of... 30,045 RPM records and program a jukebox and hand type all the title strips, including the year the song was popular and the artist, of course, and rotate those every two weeks, all except for the song Blueberry Hill, which would stay on forever. And then also unbox a lot of my pop culture collections and put them in display cases. And I hoped that those two items, along with some, uh, a wonderful beer selection might might appeal to people and and it, it did little by little it the loop started coming back the, the first couple of years were, were still pretty uh difficult um i almost went out of business three times in the first two years primarily because i banned two-thirds of the customers i was not going to deal with rude people or drug dealers or you know uh obnoxious people just set a tone for safety in the loop, and and that's once people realize, oh my gosh, if I do something wrong here, they'll ban me for life. And um, the word got around, and then more and more people started coming in. And by about the fifth year, I felt we were really going to make it, and we have for over fifty years now. I, I want to talk more about the the Del Mar area here in a moment, but uh, I got to go back. Your your record collection of thirty to forty thousand. How how did you accumulate all of those records? Oh, just secondhand stores. Um, some kids in high school, when they graduated, they thought they were getting too old for their record collections, so they were just given to me. <laughs> and um, I, I've been a collector all my life. I'm not collected 78 RPMs. I had about 12,000 78 RPM records and a few cylinder records from you know the late 1800s, early 1900s. And uh, I've just always loved music. And there's something magical about records. Just looking at the covers, thumbing through them, and all, and, and um, it's just the history of our lives, our music. You can remember when you hear a certain song, oh, I was at so-and-so place when that happened, or I was dating so-and-so when that song came out. And music's just magical that way. It's a great art form. Joe Edwards, the owner of Blueberry Hill in the Del Mar Loop. It's it's a a restaurant, museum, uh, in a way almost kind of like an antique store, and uh, and a concert venue all in one, and we'll obviously get into uh, things that you're doing now. But how did you settle on the name Blueberry Hill? What did that mean to you? Well, I I tried to think of a name to name the place I was going to open, and it just that popped into my head right away. I loved the phrase, I found my thrill on Blueberry Hill, and the Fats Domino version, the 1956 version of that song, with his liltingly beautiful voice, um, just grabbed me. But that came so easily to me that I figured, oh, there must be a, a, another music-related name that might even be better. So I started thumbing through all my records, and after the first 10,000 of them, I figured, no, I'm going to stick with Blueberry Hill. I'm, I'm not going to keep spending time looking for another name. 
So, Joe, going back then to uh, the, the Delmar Loop, um, why did that area, why was that an area where you wanted to settle into? I mean, if it was in such disarray, why did you pick that spot? Well, there are several reasons, but one of the reasons was that it was in disarray and on the decline, and I could actually afford to rent a couple of storefronts. <laughs> the rents were so low, uh, because and there were so many vacancies. I didn't have you know any real money to speak of. We, we opened on $10,500 of borrowed money from friends. Uh, but, it, it's, yeah, the rent was cheap. Also, Washington University, one of the great universities in our country, um, is nearby, and that helps stabilize or helped and still does help stabilize the area to the south. I don't know. There's just something about the architecture, the fact that it's a straight street, so you don't have to you know, go two blocks over or three blocks ahead to get to a certain place. You just know you're on Delmar, and it had such potential. And little by little, I, I started building it up and, and kind of preserving other buildings and, and renovating them. Um, I started the nonprofit St. Louis Walk of Fame in 1988 to highlight great St. Louisans and, and put their stars in the sidewalk along with informative plaques, educational plaques. That meant a lot to me because I, I like the Hollywood Walk of Fame, but it's frustrating if you don't know the person's name. Uh, or what they did. You don't know if it's a silent film star or a great actress or a great director. But this way, in the in the Delmar Loop, where I founded the, the St. Louis Walk of Fame. You can walk down and see Tennessee Williams star, Josephine Baker, uh, Chuck Berry, Stan Musial, Bob Costas, and read a little bit about each of those people right then and there. It's hard to, when you walk down the, the street now or drive down at that you think that uh, it was in such disarray, but you've done a lot to uh, turn it around. Joe Edwards, the owner of Blueberry Hill, and it wasn't until 1985 that you started offering live music. Right. It, it, it took a while because I had to keep expanding storefronts, and, and once I was able to purchase the building from the previous owner, then I could really start doing the, the things to it, to the building that I wanted to do. And I created the Duck Room, the last expansion of Blueberry Hill, where I filled up the entire city block, I, I created the duck room, uh, which is a lower level, and dug out the basement, lowered the floor, so therefore having higher ceilings. So now they're 10-foot ceilings with a big stage and a private dressing room for the bands, which they love at that level. And it's a very intimate room at 340 capacity. Then my friend Chuck Berry you know, decided to perform there. We were sitting around my house one night late, and he was reminiscing about his early career, and he said, you know, Joe, I'd love to play a place the size of the ones that I played when I first started out. And we looked at each other for about a half a second and said, well, let's do it. Let's do it at Blueberry Hill. And he performed over 209 concerts in Blueberry Hill that became a legendary concert series written about in Rolling Stone and talked about with the BBC in England. And all. it was just amazing. People came from all over the world to see him in that intimate setting. Yeah. How did you become friends with Chuck Berry? Uh, just one of those things you can't predict in life. Uh, little by little, a, a great trust built up. And uh, he was a very, very private person. I mean, he was out in public a lot, but he just, as far as friends go, or opening up to anybody, very, very private uh, because of the way he'd been treated as a black musician growing up and, and touring the South in the 1950s and all. And it just, uh, it affected him a, a lot. But anyway, we just slowly became friends, and there's nothing like trust. It was just, he was a remarkable person, great command of the English language, made up some great words, 
like uh, the word motivating. When I was motivating over the hill in this coupe de ville, anyway, motivating. So it, it's one word, but it conveys about five words. Like you, you can almost feel the wind going through his hair, the, the going up the hill in this fast car, and you know, just driving, motivating. Um, it, it's great. It's just great. Uh, we just had a few days ago on Show Me Today uh, our interview with uh, Missouri Life Magazine, and they had. Uh, picked out Chuck Berry's uh, guitar, which is on display at Blueberry Hill, as one of the uh, top nine artifacts that you must see across the states. Uh, you got so many cool things to look at. I mean, you could spend, oh gosh, I could spend uh, a couple of hours just staring at your walls. Oh, thank you. Yeah. yeah there, there's a lot of uh, three-dimensional items. There are a lot of three-dimensional items in the display cases, too. It's not just posters and all. It's just statues of the Beatles and and all, all sorts of things for, from pop culture. And it's, it's people really enjoy it. And they're, they're things for little kids, too. There's a uh, one display case that I built almost all the way down to the floor so little kids could walk up to it and see dinosaurs. So there are all these statues of dinosaurs, and they just love it. So, Joe, uh, for people that uh, may not have been to Blueberry Hill before, that uh, are all across Missouri, say they're, uh, they're making a trip to St. Louis for the weekend, maybe they're going to come in and take a Cardinals game in uh, sometime this summer. How do they fit? How do they best experience uh, Blueberry Hill in a day or well, a weekend? Well, I think um, both would work, depending on how much they want to see or, or look at. Um, but I think they will enjoy it. A lot of people from out of town and from other countries like Japan, Brazil, UK come in uh, and tell their friends about it when they visit the United States heartland. Um, the food is remarkably good. Um, yeah, I haven't even touched on that yet. I haven't even talked about the food yet. I know that's the, that's what drew me to this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm real proud of our, our staffs, uh, both the kitchen and bar staffs and, and and all because they they've been with me for years and years and years. So consistency is the key to a good restaurant. And um, we have a, we're known for our hamburgers, but also have great homemade soups and salad dressings and appetizers, sandwiches, vegetarian specials, vegan specials, um, trout almondine, even fancy sometimes. <laughs> um, <laughs> but it's it's really the the selection of burgers is pretty remarkable. And um, and then the, the over sixty. Uh, beers, 18 draft beers and 60 bottles or cans of beer selection, too. And our bar staff does a great job of uh, creating really nice, strong drinks in addition to the, the beers, which I always appreciate. <laughs> Joe Edwards, the owner of Blueberry Hill, uh, Ed Sheeran, Nilly, John Legend, uh, some of the other names, big names that have performed at Blueberry Hill. It's amazing, isn't it? I mean, it's, it's, it's so cool to have seen them perform on that small stage when they're you know, careers kept blossoming, and of course they went on to stadiums in a lot of cases. Yeah. What a fun place to go and experience and and have a great burger and check out the other stuff on the menu. I'm still stuck on the burgers, though. I can't, uh, you know, once I get into my wheelhouse, I don't break out of it. But uh, you've convinced me, Joe, to maybe try something different the next time I'm at Blueberry Hill in the Del Mar Loop. It was so great to visit with you. Well, let's do it again soon, okay? I'd love to hear some more stories. Okay, thank you. Thank you very, very much. And have a great day. This is Show Me Today, the voice of Missouri.